0: Well, hello, hello. How you doing? How you doing? This is the S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast, episode number 356. How are you doing? Hey, man. Hey, hey. look, I just want to say before we get started, I want to thank you very, very much. You guys are very, very kind about the um, missing yours truly when i took a little time off uh you made it clear that you like the show thank you very much I much appreciate it. every and i'm talking about everywhere not just the united states i'm talking about yes you too and canada and australia and england and all the other places that are listening to this thank you very much much love to every last one of you now uh i talked about uh being 50 before and i'm as it turns out <laughs> i'm still 50 and uh <laughs> one of the things uh I I started realizing basically is um I drive an older car. I I I tend to hold on to things until they fall apart. Like, you know, I won't get another car till this car blows up. You know, I had my computer, my last computer before I got another one. I had that one until it blew up. You know, I until something ble- so it's really weird how I hold on to things. And I realize that's part of part of it's because I like being comfortable with the things around me. And human beings are like that. You know, you like having certain people around. You You like having your friends around you. You like having your family around you. And a lot of times when a new person comes along, you kind of look at them like, what is who is the? I'm not used to this person being around me. I don't know anything about this guy. He's kind of hanging out with the crew. Let's investigate this guy and find out whether or not this is someone we want to be friends with. Let's check this guy out let's check him out right and as you watch him you start watching his behavior and watching what he's doing and watching what he's saying and watching what he's eating and watching what he's drinking and you're starting to make little checklists in your head hey that guy's pretty cool he likes the same teams that i like check but there's a lot of boxes to check punk don't think you're in good with us yet punk Ooh, he drinks but he doesn't drink too much we like that i don't have to drive his drunk ass home if we become friends check all right he's a good looking dude but he's basically about as good looking as everybody else at the table so we don't have to fight over with the babes with this bastard good um, wait a second he is actually was the first person to go to his wallet when it was time to pay the bill we didn't have to go hey uh, your cut is he just instinctively knew how much he owed and just threw down a 20 he only owed 14 he threw down a 20 so he covered his bill and the tip oh check all right he's gonna have to take another test all of a sudden all of a sudden all the wives and girlfriends and husbands of my friends are gonna have to inspect this bastard because if this bastard doesn't pass the inspector, this bastard is gone because i'm not getting in trouble with my girlfriend i don't have one at right now but when i do you know what i'm talking about i don't want to get in trouble with my future girlfriend if this bastard is not a good bastard and girlfriends can usually tell if a bastard's is a good bastard or a bad bastard if this bastard's is a bad bastard i don't want this bastard around me that bastard Mm-hmm. He goes to the bathroom and all of a sudden all the wives look around and we're gonna, oh, we're gonna be able to tell by their ex- facial expressions if he passed, the, he can hang out with us without us having to hear any crap when we go home test And bang, here they all at least like him or can tolerate the bastard cool. Maybe, maybe, maybe he can become a friend and hang with the crew. Yeah. And that's what happens it may not be happening consciously but that's what happens that's what happens you like things to be comfortable you like things to be the same especially as you get older especially when you're 50. i like comfortable things but i realize now as i hit 50 and i was hit 50 a few months ago people are cars and your doctor is a mechanic And that's it, and that's that right, you get your car, you go, you buy your brand new car, and I've purchased a brand new car before, and you get the car in the first couple of years, everything's fantastic, the battery, you got five years on that battery, you ain't, ain't gotta think about the battery, you got five years on the bastard, you got brand new tires with a three-year warranty, you ain't gotta worry about that crap, you got a powertrain this and a warranty that and the full reimbursement, there's all of that crap's all lined up perfectly, you can just get in your car you turn the keeps you don't even hear it. none of that crap like you hear in an older car yeah none of that crap right you're driving down the road and what's this what you hear right and you don't have to hear nothing rattling and shaking and rattling and shaking and none of that crap right it's a brand new car There's nothing wrong with it year one yeah and here comes year two Okay, the colors are fading on the seats a little bit, right? The window goes when it goes up to the top, but that's not a big deal. It just means it's humid outside. It just means it's humid. Not a big deal. That's not a big deal. And the trunk button works ninety percent of the time. Not a hundred percent of the time. Maybe it's me. Maybe I pulled it wrong. Right and that's the end of year two. Year three. Damn now the buttons on the radio look a little worn out from you touching them several times a day because you can't figure out what song you want to listen to you dumb bastard and you're switching back and forth but that's okay let me roll up the window ah goodness gracious now it's going even more but it still goes up it still goes up but in the back of your mind you know it's one of these days when it goes it's going to go instead of it's going to go and stop right there and it's going to be on a day when it's raining it's going to be on a day when it's snowing. Oh, no. Now the trunk latch doesn't work at all because the damn thing broke off. <sighs> so you got to get out and go around to the back of the trunk, stick your key in, but the key's not working the way it used to work. You put your key in, you spin it, you spin it, you spin it. And click, oh, it opens up. But you know, as a matter of fact, if you keep doing that, at one point, it's not going to open. Year four, year five. Oh, no. Now you don't want to go to the car wash cause who cares now, right? You look back into your back seat, you realize your kids left some freaking potato chips on the back seat and on the damn rug by their feet and you're going I would clean it up but I'm gonna take the dog to the dog park why clean it up the dog will eat it you bring the dog into the car the dog goes eats up all the chips now all the chips are gone see 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 everybody thought I was a pig but I got oh I got dog slobber all over the place is there any animal that'll eat that up no i guess i have to do some cleaning i would have been better off cleaning the chips year seven year eight. Oh, why do i still have this car well it still runs doesn't it yes but it's costing so much to keep it up why are we we can afford a new car bill why are you holding on to the car i love that car i got that car when i got the job right dad um Remember when you guys said that you would get me a car when I got my license? Well, I have my license for like two months and I don't have a car. You know what I'm going to do, son? I'm going to let you drive my car. Uh, That's okay, dad. I'm going to use my, um, I'm going to go buy a bus pass because I'd rather be uh, on a bus with homeless people peeing on my foot late at night. Then be be caught in your dog slobber car with the chips still in the trunk. I mean, there's still chips in the back seat from when you had the dog. The dog didn't eat all the chips, Dad. That's gross. I had to sit and dog spit, Dad, because you forgot to clean it up, Dad. That's gross. Shut up, punk. <laughs> I digress. But isn't it the same thing when you go to the doctor? Really? Right? When you're young, a doctor throws you out. Shut up, punk. There's nothing wrong with you. tongue. Right? What do you get? A tongue depressor, right? They look at your eyes a couple of times. Right? They take a little blood. There ain't nothing wrong with your punk ass. That's why are we doing this. Get out, punk. Right? You show back up in your teens. Hey, buddy. Hey. Uh, once again, healthy. Get out. 20s. Get out. 30s. Well, half the 30s. 34. Get out. 35. Well, maybe you should start, you know, you're gaining a little weight there, Bill. Uh, I mean, you're still in pretty good shape, you know, compared to, you know, like, you know, about average shape, but, you know, you're getting up there, Bill. You're getting up there. You should probably work out a little bit. You do. Your cholesterol's still within acceptable range, but it was really low last time, Bill. Maybe you should calm down on the cupcakes with lard on them, okay? Then you get into your 40s, and all of a sudden, your doctor doesn't even walk into you. When you were young, your doctor would just run into the office really quickly as soon as you got there because they know they ain't have to do crap, Right? Right, they walk in. Hey, it's one of the stick my head and say you're healthy. Get out. But I didn't take any tests yet. You're 24. Shut up. Get out. Right. You're 40, 45, 50. Doctor walks in. <sighs> How you doing? Right. They don't even sit down in the chair like they want to relax. They just plop down in the chair. <laughs> oh God. Right. And the file for your health looks like the looks like a friggin phone book. By the way, kids, phone books were things we used before the Internet. <laughs> Moving on. Right. And you're sitting there and the doctor's going through all your crap. Right. And you start seeing words in there that did, they didn't even bother saying to you. It's like the, it's like their code. You said, oh, could be if he doesn't keep it he doesn't get control of his weight he'll be obese what the hell hey how come he never said that to me oh uh, no no don't worry about it it's just a code for the computer <laughs> there's a code called fat bastard there's really oh uh, no that's no 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 that's fast fat, fat, fat bastard. it means good looking guy oh okay well I'm stupid I believe that <laughs> you know what I'm talking about And you get the 45 years old and 46 47 48 and your doctor starts saying things to you like you know um, you don't have to worry about this now but you know you're getting up there you're heading towards 50 buddy and uh, you know when you turn 50 it'd be time to get that colonoscopy buddy you know be time to get that okay then you turn 50 oh no your doctor walks in looks at you got a guilty look on their face like they ju- like they did something wrong and they didn't tell you about it and they know it's inevitable that you're going to find out about the thing wrong that they did to you <sighs> you're looking at the doctor and you're going wait a second I didn't take any blood tests yet so there's nothing to, to check you're going to tell me something happened what is it and the doctor looks at you and she goes listen um, I'm going to make a call for you and set you up with doctor, and they use the doctor's name. I'll say Doctor Geiger. I'll just make a name up. Doctor Geiger. Are you, are, you, are you retiring or something? You're young. What are you retiring? Oh, I'm not retiring. I just need you to go see this doctor for me. I mean, I, you, you're my doctor. What? I'm, um, he's a Doctor Geiger's a gastroenterologist. And I, yeah, um, here I want you to take this. And you can call if you want. You can make an appointment. It's up to you. Colonoscopy. Yeah, it's it's that time. It's that time. (sighs) Well, you don't have to do it. You don't have to. You know, it's just it's really up to you. If you want to, you know, be be know that you make sure that you don't die and get information that could save your punk ass life. If you want to not know and be an idiot and then die a horrible death, it's up to you. I'm just saying you should probably. All right, I'll go. And you sign up and call the doctor up. You go to the colonoscopy office. You meet all the nice people. You're looking at each other. Nobody's even looking at each other's face. Nobody's looking at each other because you all know why you're there. You all know why you're there. You go to a regular doctor's office. You don't know why anybody's there. They could be just going for a checkup, right? You don't know. Right? They could just be going in for blood tests. They could, it could be a cold. It could, it could be picking somebody up. You don't know why they're there. But when you go to the gastroenterologist, you know damn well why everybody's there. Every last one of the people in this room is going to have a camera slid up their ass and it's going to be happening soon. Nobody in there could even look at each other. Right, because if you look at the person, you're going to picture their face and then you're going to watch them walk out and picture their ass and you're going to picture them with their ass with the thing going in and you don't want to think about that nasty crap. Shouldn't have said crap. Anyway, going in there, and, it's, and the guy's a nice guy. You know, the only problem is when you're going through the gastroenterology, sitting there, the guy's a nice guy, does some tests or whatever, and the whole damn wall is nothing but colons and asses. I mean, can't you put up a, I mean, whatever happened to going into a doctor's office and there's a picture of like, you know, a heart or something. Yeah, I know he's a gastroenterologist and he does that, the gastrointestinal system. So basically it's guts and asses, but still put up something else, damn it. Looking around, everything on the wall. This is what cancer looks like. You're dead, you're dead, die, die, death, death, Crust. Crust. death, death. Uh, yeah, death, let me look over here. Death, 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 wealth, wealth, that's in Spanish, damn it, oh bastard but he turns out to be a sweet guy hey mr thomas great to see you okay uh we're gonna schedule you for march 19th you know it's really not that big of a deal you know this i'm the one that's actually gonna be doing the procedure and i've done thousands of these it's really not that big of a deal no one it's, it's you know it's really there's no problem with the end. it's just, it's just very very routine you won't even be awake for it you know we'll give you some we'll hooky up We'll knock you out. We'll do the procedure. You'll wake up in the recovery room. You know, somebody comes to pick you up. You go home. It's pretty simple. It's not a big deal. It really isn't. Oh, okay. I'm glad you. I tell you though, boy. Uh, only thing people really complain about is the prep. I mean, the prep's worse than the damn. Uh, <laughs> the prep's worse than the procedure. <laughs> you know, by the time people come to see me, it's all you know. The worst part's over. <laughs> he laughed too long. <laughs> only thing missing was a batman chasing him and he's laughing like the damn joker the prep (laughs) if this was a movie instead of a podcast there would be uh, there would be the camera would zoom in on his face as he laughed (laughs) as his face turned into an evil clown or a devil (laughs) the prep (laughs) you bastard stop laughing so I get all my paperwork and I go home and then I tell everybody listen I'm not going to be available on the 18th or the 19th because the 18th that night I'm going to be doing prep uh, and the, the 19th I'm going to be in there getting the procedure done and they don't want you doing anything that day for the most part so I'm going to I'm going to chill that day after I come out of the, uh, the operating room and then on the 20th I'll, everything should be back to normal I'll go back to my normal activities oh that's great you know you'll be alright man there's nothing to worry about because so I'm not really worried about it you know yeah man I had one, I've had two, man, I'm 60, I had one when I was 50, and I just had one uh, about four months ago, man, you know, the procedure's really no big deal, man, it's just, you know, I mean, literally, you're not even awake for it, I I, I was scared to death when I went in there, I went in there, the doctor was real nice, you know, and they, I sat in the chair, put a gown on, they put the thing on my hand, they put the, you know, took the drug, the, the, you know, the, anesthesi- the anesthesiologist hooked me up, right, and I woke up and it was all over with, man. You know, it's really not that big of a deal. Man, they do need that this is so routine, man, and you really need to get it done, man. I, yeah, I know I need to get yeah, it's really not that big a deal, you know. Worst part's the prep. Yeah, the doctor says Yeah, the prep. <laughs> you're gonna have to do the prep first. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm just laughing because you're gonna have to do the prep. <laughs> fucking laughing i'm just saying the press worse than the surgery okay all right, all right I mean, i t- i'll check you later man i'll talk to you I man you you i'm gonna be working so i probably ain't gonna see you till well. it's all over i'll let you know how everything went all right no problem just have fun with that prep <laughs> stop it good lord man dudes man I, I, maybe i can be comfortable by talking to some ladies you know my auntie my auntie went um went through it she was she, she's really up. She's a real surgery doctor punk. So if she can handle it, I ain't got nothing to worry about it. Hey, auntie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You had a colonoscopy, right? Yeah, I did. I had a colonoscopy. It was two years ago. How was it? It was really, I mean, you know, I don't like hospitals. I don't like going to doctors. I don't like it at all. And I was scared, you know. I had my, I had your uncle holding my hand when I was there. And um, next thing you know I floated off into the distance. And I woke up and it was all over with, you know, as it turns out, they tell you that they want you, they don't want you really doing anything the day after the surgery. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, the day of the surgery because of, you know, that maybe the side effects of coming out of the anesthesia. But, um, I didn't drive of course, because that would be dangerous, but your uncle and I, we went shopping and everything was great. You know, you know how he is. He was so protective. Um, I'm walking around the supermarket and normally we split up our, our shopping list and, um. We spin off our shopping list, and then he goes one way, I go another way, but he's like, no, nah, baby, um, you had that procedure, and I'm worried about you, and he just stuck, st- he, st- he was like right there with me the whole time. It took a little longer to shop, but it was so romantic. It was just really great. I mean, being married this long, and he's still romantic like that, it was great. It was just great, yes, but I'll tell you one thing, though. That prep is horrible. I hated that prep it was just you drink this fluid and you're just going to the bathroom again and again i mean you, i mean I, i'll i be honest with you after the third or fourth glass of that liquid i literally went upstairs with a chair and i sat in the hallway by the bathroom because i thought it was gross to just sit on the toilet and drink i don't want to eat i mean i know i need the, the is to make me go to the bathroom but it's just something about drinking something or eating something in the bathroom so i put a chair outside of the bathroom then took the prep waited a few minutes and of course i had to go Right into the bathroom and do what I needed to do. I don't want to be in delicates, but I, you know, you sit down, you know, I, I don't like to use language, but you sit down and take a, um, big poop. Okay. And, um, but that was the worst part about it all. And, uh, you know, that's the worst part about the whole thing. Wow. But, 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 but you're cool. Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Everything's great. Yeah, I mean, I'm just glad. You know, you know what the funny thing is? I I, I, wanted, I should have just talked directly to you because um, I talked to the doctor and he had this weird laugh and he just kept laughing for a long period of time after he told me about the prep and I just walked out. He was still laughing when I left. And I'm like, man, this is weird, man. You know, I just thought, okay, maybe my doctor's just a weird guy or something like that. Then I talked to one of my boys and he laughed too and I talked to this other guy and he, they all had the same stupid laugh after, um, after telling me about the prep, and I mean, I'm glad that you didn't do that to me, I mean, it was, that would have just been weird, uh, no, I just, I, I just no, there, there was really, I mean I, I felt, I mean, it was really weird, it's just really weird to drink something, and then it forces you to go to the bathroom, I just, I just couldn't uh, I couldn't do it it's just gross, but uh, I'm fine now, and you're gonna be fine okay, thanks, oh god Oh, I feel better now that Auntie calmed me. She oh, she's she's one of those people that can calm you down, and I'm just really glad that she wasn't the one that, <laughs> you know, did that stupid laugh because that would have been weird as hell. Uh. Hmm? Well, my auntie's calling me back. Um, it's Anthony. Um, do you need a ride back from the? Yeah, I do. I actually have a ride back from the colonoscopy. Okay, I just want to make sure you had a ride back. Okay. All right. Take care. All right. Bye bye. Oh God. Uh. Well, folks. Look. Um. I'm just going to end this podcast here. Um. I just want to let you know that if if you have, if your doctor tells you to go to get a colonoscopy, you should just go and do it. And. Uh, what the hell's going on over there, Auntie? What? The hell's she doing? Let me go over see what she's doing. Man, I thought she was gonna go back in the house. Hey, Auntie, what's going on? Yes, yes. I can't hold it in any longer. I tried my best. It has to happen. What? You're going in for a prep, huh? You're gonna have prep, right? Yes. really listen I tried to hold it back I tried I tried my best okay I tried to do... you should have just left I, I everybody was telling me that you were upset that you, they laughed at you and I tried my best not to laugh at you and you, you get what you deserve okay now just just go off and finish your little podcast and talk to your people all right God Almighty even my auntie anyway folks listen it's going to be on the 19th so let's see today is the 10th oh crap uh the next time you hear from me no no actually i will i will actually be podcasting again one more time before i get the colonoscopy and then after that i'll i'll, I'll uh let you know what happened uh so if you get if you, if you're an older person i know a lot of my audience is 18 to 34 And I want to say to the young people in the audience, um, (laughs) this is your future. (laughs) You're going to have to get the colonoscopies. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're going to have to take that prep, guys. Yeah. (laughs) It'll be your turn. (laughs) Hey, bro. Uh, I'm one of the young dudes from your audience. Yeah. You do realize that it's going to be like 20, 25 years before we have to get colonoscopies? Okay. You really think the technology is going to be the same? You really think they're going to have to put a camera up our asses when when there's when we have a colonoscopy? You really think that? Don't you realize by then we'll probably be an app on our phone where we touch the phone to our belly and it'll tell us whether we have any kind of problems? Yeah, I didn't even really think about that. I I didn't take into account that The way the technology changes, it changes so quickly that by the time, I mean, like I had an uncle that was afraid of getting his knee worked on and he didn't realize he could just get it scoped. He thought it was going to be like back in the 60s where it took a hammer and chisel to your knee and he never got the surgery and he had knee problems for the rest of his life, even though the technology changed very quickly and he could have got it scoped out and the problem would have been solved using that same logic and extrapolating. I guess that means basically they probably will be doing something other than colonoscopies when you're. When you're my age, which means you probably won't have to get a camera in the ass. They probably have something infinitely better and uh, something that isn't so, you know, invasive. I know, bro. And because of that, I only have one thing to say. Oh, no. your old ass (laughs) I would have to worry about a camera (laughs) there'll be an app in the app store that stops the cancer (laughs) you gotta go there and be bent over and have a dude bend bend you over and put a camera up your ass just to find out that there's nothing wrong with you (laughs) I'll never have to go through with that (laughs) you know I would curse you out but you're one of my loyal audience members so I'm gonna let you get away with that bastard anyway folks i'm a little angry right now because i'm not <clears throat> you can leave now you've already mocked me on my own show you're gonna get a camera in your ass old man <laughs> get the fuck out jesus christ all right folks uh, i gotta end this podcast i'm getting aggravated with everybody uh- <laughs> <laughs> this has been episode 356 of the S Anthony Says Podcast this podcast is everywhere Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, iTunes iHeartRadio, Radio, Spotify um, iTunes look if they play podcasts this podcast is on it and you should go and subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends to subscribe to this podcast and spread the word about this podcast as you, like you've already been doing because I appreciate you for doing it And I will see you again next week. Let me look at the calendar again. It's uh, March 10th. Next week is the 17th, which is a day before the prep. So there's, uh, you know, I'm going to try my best to not even mention the colonoscopy prep coming up that week. Just because I mean, I've already talked about it this week. There's no reason to talk about it again. Right. (laughs) Just kidding. On the 24th, the week after the colonoscopy, I'm talking about it again and it'll be funny. (laughs) <laughs> alright folks I will see you again next week and now I'm going to say goodbye to you wonderful bastards say, the way I always say goodbye you know how I say goodbye you know how I always say goodbye some of you even told me that when you're in the car just like when Horatio Cain would take off his sunglasses on CSI Miami and he'd go you know Frank this guy's a winner and then he put his sunglasses on and then the music would come on yeah! we will food again well as it turns out you people horatio cane me with my sign off so let's do it i know you're in the car i know you're all sitting in the car you're gonna do it at the same time i'm doing it so let's do it together on the count of three. One, two, three. s anthony